0: How do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. My eyes don't look like that. Try to calm down, Kelly Beth. Who's got my eyes? Where are my eyes? I'm coming for you, Rachel. In this time, I'll catch you. <laughs>
1: Hello, oh, man. Hi. <laughs> happy season finale
0: very special episode of glitter and gore
1: yes what cami said as i'm like happy
0: season finale yes happy season finale this is season 10 right
1: season 10 double digits
0: my god God, we're growing up so fast times
1: it by three and that's our age
0: oh my god (laughs) kaylee shut
1: up no uh rude (laughs)
0: Oh my god why would you say
1: that? <laughs> i think i'm still getting used to being 30 that's why oh yeah you know it's new for me
0: it's new for <laughs> kaylee
1: but yeah. my half birthday oh I'll my god 30 and a half tomorrow see i'm and i'm uh, i'm i'm a weekend yep a week ago so yesterday i was a weekend <laughs> you just don't know what
0: it's like being no, this old I know. and wise <laughs> you'll never understand never oh no all right hey hello everyone
1: hey um welcome to our season finale season 10 this
0: is going swimmingly so we're doing
1: okay i feel like i have to preface this that literally cammy and i have been talking off mic for about 45 minutes yeah we had (laughs) a lot to say yeah and it's just like we saw each other like we in person we saw each other less than a week ago and it's like okay here's everything and it's i didn't we didn't even scratch the surface but um so clearly you can tell from our title and if you listen to all of last week's episode you already know but we we as an i interviewed um chester rushing this week for our episode but before we get into that cammy and i we have our usual business to cover usual business business suit um business
0: so like sam the eagle from the muppets christmas carol yes you love business
1: um, i love it
0: uh anyway so
1: first um Kimmy, how are you doing i'm doing
0: well kaylee great um, i'm looking forward to christmas
1: and New i love Year's. that love it how are you i've had a week um so i'm looking forward to winter break nice which is really a wild time next week this coming week no not it's a week from today
0: oh really but
1: but yeah so we we go our first day of break is the 23rd that sucks but then we don't go back until the 10th or the 9th we don't go back till the 9th so it's nice So then we actually have like a full week off after the holidays to like recoup Mm mm-hmm yeah so, I mean, it works out in my favor for break, but it's just, I'm ready. I'm ready. We have a very burnt out right now. I'll be totally candid. <sighs> yeah. But I have can the, imagine. I break looking forward to, and then my new podcast. So, even though our season finale is today, my new podcast is coming out on Tuesdays.
0: So. Yay!
1: <laughs> so, confetti yeah. Confetti, Woo! I've got um, the first three guests, like, scheduled. So it'll be like uh-huh. episodes, like so. I have I'll I'm gonna tag the Instagram in there for the new show just in case. Anybody yeah. wants to go follow it and see, and then I'm gonna be making a post about who's come who we're gonna have on. I mean, I don't know, I'm excited. Beautiful. But on that note, Cami, my yes. friend, my dear friend, um, what is your pick of the week?
0: My pick of the week, um, I it's cut kind of, it's a it's a toss up. Um, Say them both. B- i it. saw a violent
1: night okay yes this week i didn't talk about it last week so i wanted you to see it
0: yes i saw it and it was really cute um I, it, a lot cuter a than i thought it
1: was gonna be it's like it's still violent but like very it has, it, but like but it has such a but it has such a heart to it
0: <laughs> it's very touching it's still like a christmas yeah. movie and i wasn't expecting that
1: I know it, um, it tripped me up at first and I was like wait I love this though wait
0: it was very sweet um yeah I really enjoyed it I did not expect to see Edie Patterson from the Righteous Gemstones as Surprise! the like weird sister I love her so much um, um no yeah I, felt about I really Cam's liked it
1: what <laughs> Cam the, the the boyfriend yeah
0: uh-huh oh my god when Hilarious. she was like, kiss me in front of my son. I was like, I Jesus. I was like oh, she's Jesus. just playing Judy Gemstone at that point. But yeah, I, I liked it a lot. And Good. it was very cute. We were going to talk about that on Spooky Time Presents. And then Kyle and Jarrett. Um, well, I think it was Kyle who brought up talking about Christmas, Bloody Christmas instead. It's a Shutter original that I yeah. personally thought was um, terrible. So I was really bummed out that we didn't talk about Violent Night because I, last night, I sat for like an hour just talking about how much I hated Christmas, bloody Christmas. So, yeah, I don't recommend that one, but Violent Night was very cute. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I was was also just going to sort of go through my list of christmas horror movies go for you it you know i feel go like people it. already kind of know you know gremlins classic i need to mm-hmm. watch that every year um black christmas is not for the faint of heart it's a terrifying movie
1: i yeah. thought it was
0: genuinely scary yeah oh um, it is
1: absolutely yeah and we're talking but- the og yes
0: yes oh my god All right. yes <laughs> go back to our episode about the 2019 version if you want to hear me talk about that one but um no yeah the og like i think that was 73 yeah i think um, so black christmas is very very good i don't love i don't like casually watch that movie Mm-mm. uh because it scares the shit out of me it's not mm-hmm. like a fun watch for me it's no if i want to feel scared i watch it but um yeah, Silent Night, Deadly Night as well. Oh, that's another great one. It's it's a lot better than a lot of people gave it credit for in the past. I would agree with you. It's it's a very cerebral film if you if you really look at it. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Fair enough. Krampus as well. Ugh,
1: love, I love Krampus. Twenty
0: fifteen <laughs> classic Christmas film, Krampus. I've watched it. My sister and I watched it two nights in a row when we were in Florida.
1: Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! Um, the first it time was... I watched it was at your parents' with you.
0: Really? Yeah, that was the first Aww. time I'd seen it. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. Aww. I and then my brother
1: that. tried tricking my parents into watching it last year, and I told them no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> my mom's like, "Sure." So no. mean. Yeah, I mean, like my my, my all of us, my mom. Was like what? My dad and I are like no, and Adam's <laughs> like let's do it. And we're like, no, <laughs> not gonna happen. No. It was funny. Um, uh, well, my pick of the week, yes, is Christmas related and not horror related. <laughs> All right, lay it on me. Did you ever watch the binge on Hulu? No. Well, this is the binge too. It's a wonderful binge mess. Okay it's so it's a wonderful binge whatever it is but it is it's the second binge movie it just came out i it is so funny so essentially what the that's binge is, the one that's like the opposite of the purge correct yeah so drinking and drugs are legal for one night only right
0: okay so oh, the first fine. movie
1: it like takes place in the summer and then this one they moved it to christmas eve because that's when people really need it Okay, and then like the mayor's trying to clean up the town and bring back Christmas. And then, you know, it's hilarious. Um, Eduardo Franco's in both. He's okay, So funny. So funny. So, you know, I watched that this week and it was it was really good. I it's a different spin on a Christmas movie, but it was it was funny. And it's there's some heartwarming moments in there as well. And of course, there's orphans. (laughs) Great. Because it's not a Christmas movie without orphans, you know,
0: of course. That makes it all better.
1: Yeah, no, it was really funny. I recommend it. But also, I also would recommend the first binge if you haven't seen it either, because it's, it's funny.
0: Noted. It's, it's All like, right. It's a good comedic
1: break. Oh, and then, of course, Elf. We also watched that. That's the scariest Christmas movie <laughs> out there. <laughs> Terrifying. Oh, so scary. Um, And then I get to introduce our drink of the week, because uh, what we decided to do was we were going to ask Chester what our drink was, and he said boba tea. So we have boba tea this week. Yeah. Which is really great. And I thought that was a really fun change up. You know, it's not a cocktail. It's just bubble tea. Boba tea. Do
0: you prefer real tapioca or the popping boba?
1: I like the real stuff. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't. Dis- I mean, I don't dislike the. I mean, I like them both. Yeah. But um, you know who's the real expert in it is my brother and his fiance. They are. They, they know. They know good boba tea. Oh, really? So I just trust them. I go, okay.
0: Nice. (laughs) I got one a couple weeks ago that was, have you ever had Thai tea before? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. It was that with, like, the tapioca balls in it. But the tapioca was, like, extra sweet.
1: Mmm, okay. Which
0: I haven't really had before. A lot of the tapioca that I've had in the bottom of, like, a boba tea has been really flavorless. It's like chewing on a flavorless gummy bear.
1: Like our meat gum last week.
0: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally like that. Um except for less meat flavored. But yeah, I I enjoyed that, but I still prefer the like the popping ones with like the juice on the inside. I know that's not legit, but I'm American. Nothing's legit. It's
1: fine. (laughs) Sometimes if I think about it too much then I'm like, nope, I'm 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 really like I'm not a picky eater. I'm like not a picky drinker. Like I like to try the weird stuff, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about something just like popping. Like, OK, I like I like a grape, a grape when sure. you bite into it. Like, yeah, but sometimes with with, you know, the with the popping bubbles, I'm like, OK, is this going to be And like sometimes they're great and sometimes it's like, ew
0: okay yeah you get like I freaked guess out easily it kind
1: of depends on like the pop ability
0: i understand yeah because
1: like i don't want like a squishy grape so i kind of don't want like a squishy <laughs> boba yeah yeah if you're gonna pop pop dang it just pop <laughs> um but so the call was my pick this week and uh, my interview with chester went really long so instead of us kind of ta- talking about it on our end um I'm going to let Chester and I kind of take over the conversation with it. Cammie, I'm super bummed you had to miss it. That's okay. Um, and if you need a little refresher, Chester Rushing, you may recognize him from seasons one and two of Stranger Things. He played Tommy. He's been in a bunch of amazing products. And again, he is one of the kindest souls I've ever met. And being able to sit down and have a conversation with him was absolutely amazing. Oh. <sighs> And I, I mean, missed it. Well, but then you get to listen no, to kidding. it, and I get to
0: listen to it from afar,
1: <laughs> and yearn. Well, and then I can't so, wait. In, <laughs> and so, in addition, um, originally, he and I had our interview scheduled for an hour, and we ended up talking for like about just short of two and a half hours, but only like an hour forty-five was recorded. So obviously, a lot of it's getting cut, but. With that though, um, with the uh, with my other podcast, the conversation that the pieces of conversation that were cut out of this episode is going to be over there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you, so, obviously I have Chester on the other podcast as well, so you can hear the full conversation because we talk, we we kind of, you know how Cammy and I are when we <laughs> kind of jump from topic yeah. to topic. That's what happened in the interview, which I loved. It was great, but. Um. This one is really this part of the conversation with Chester is very much based around like the horror genre and the call specifically. And then all the other great stuff is going to be over on the You Good podcast on January 3rd is when that one's going to drop. So it's not I've got a couple episodes before that one. I want to give both episodes time to breathe. But Beautiful. without further ado, I present you Chester Rushing. Hi, it's Kaylee, and before I get to the interview with Chester, we were just so excited that I realized that we forgot to talk about our normal intro to the movie, so obviously we're going to be talking about The Call. It came out in 2020. It is starring Lin Shea, Tobin Bell, and of course, Chester Rushing. The director is Timothy Woodward Jr., and the logline is, In the fall of 1987, a group of small-town friends must survive the night in the home of a sinister couple after a tragic accident brings them to the couple's door. And now, without further ado, my interview with Chester Rushing.
2: Yeah, so, hi, I'm Chester. Oh, hi. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Kaylee, for having me. And oh, yes, of course. It's so great to see you again. Honestly. Yeah, no,
1: I'm so excited. I, Where did we meet? We met at Stranger Con in Chicago.
2: Chicago? I couldn't yeah. remember if it was New Jersey or Chicago, I yep. loved Chicago. What a beautiful city.
1: Oh, it was so good. Great group, everybody, you know, the... It ran really smoothly, at least on the outs, you know, us viewing it.
2: Thank you. I try my best hosting those things, you know, like I have a lot of fun. Like I was in the first two seasons of Stranger Things Mm -hmm. and, you know, that was a while ago. Like I'm a voiceover guy now. Like I do. I've been working at Nickelodeon for three years. Like right now I'm leading four shows that I can't talk about, but you'll, the public will know and you'll know in like a year from now or maybe more. And it's like, maybe we'll do another podcast. I don't know.
1: Hey, okay, I would love that. No, that I watched a lot of your stuff in, perp- in preparation you. for this. But thank to you. jump back, so with Stranger Con, I had mentioned the movie and we got really excited. And I so Cammy and I, so my co-host, we take turns picking movies. So yeah. this is my pick for this is one of my four picks for this season. So thank you. Yes, no, I yeah, love the this movie. The call
2: was just so brilliant. You know, I we had a lot of issues that happened uh towards the end of the movie with you know just covid and everything that we're getting to which is really crazy how this movie even finished production Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah but we'll get into that i just honestly can't believe what happened with that show i i mean you know we netflix wasn't like that big when we were getting that show and it was like a lot of our first thing ever and uh you know we went in with that that love and you know you could feel it i could tell When the costumes are right and the set looks real, you're like, oh, I'm on it. And that's kind of why I like really love The Call because it had that 80s vibe. It had that 100 percent, you know, that that that's. the clothes were authentic. And that the, the people that put that together, I was like, oh, you're amazing. Like I have the members only jacket in my closet. Oh, I
1: love that. That's amazing.
2: Oh, you better believe I kept that. <laughs> they said I could. so. Okay, that's good. So you didn't like totally, you didn't steal it. I always it. <laughs> ask. <laughs> that's and, good. Yeah. <laughs> All my friends are like, just take it. I'm like, I can't. They're like, why did you ask them? I'm like, because it's not mine. I'm like, <laughs>
1: I'm going to have a guilty conscience if I just take it. Yes. And
2: I and so I'm just like, I, I asked, hoping that they're going to say like, oh, y- go for it, Chester. They never do. <laughs> so I asked and she was so nice. They were like, dude, take it, which was amazing. Um, yeah. Because the same person. um, Their name is skipping my mind right now, but the same person that did costumes on the call. On that set, it was so cool because the house is in Beverly Hills. Like, okay, in, up in the very close to where the Sharon Tate tragedy happened.
1: Okay. I was, I was wondering if that was the direction we were going, and that is okay.
2: It was one of those old Hollywood homes and it had some really crazy things in it, actually. Okay. But there were some relics in. This house that were not part of the movie, that were scarier than the movie, oh. that we put them in the movie. Okay. okay. There were some, like, stuff from, like, like that were, like, hundreds of years old, like this tapestry, mm-hmm. like a satanic one.
1: No way.
2: It, it was, or that's at least what it was like, but it was, like, Satan or some fallen crazy-looking thing turning into, like, a through past lives, turning into a good thing and then walking with people. So it was like trippy. And I was like, did you put this here? And they were like, no man. That was <laughs> and I was like, oh no, it's in the room that we have the piano scare. I don't okay. want to spoil anything, but there's a room where Tobin Bell is walking around mm-hmm. and, um, you know, uh, he's walking around giving this really beautiful monologue and in the back where he goes to fill his decanter blurred Mm -hmm. out behind, that's where that is. Okay. Another trippy thing. This is so weird. And even the director was like, yo, what? Okay. There was a mural in that house upstairs that they had taken down in a master office. Big. Like, and I'm talking about like Harvard painting portrait size. Okay. Huge. And it looked exactly like me as a child. No. I swear to you, the, the white collared shirt, like my yeah. dad had that in his pocket. And I was like, you guys are crazy. Like, what are you doing? And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, that's I said you guys did a picture of me. And they were I was like, that's amazing. What the heck? How much is that? Like, is that where the budget went? No. Um, nobody made it. It was a that part of the is house. so trippy. So crazy, dude. I swear to you, I I took a picture of it and then I deleted it because it freaked <laughs> me out. And no I don't way. have the picture of it anymore. No, I don't. And I, 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 I but even my, my Ava, my wife, yeah, she was with me and saw it and was like, "Yo, that's cr-. that." She was like, "That is absolutely bonkers." She was, Lord, there <laughs> yeah. was so many odd things that happened in that movie, but it was all like not ever like scary, scary things, but like, yo, that's weird. Any
1: like weird vibes? You're like, no, don't like that one. I'm good
2: honestly it was really peaceful vibes
1: oh that's awesome okay
2: like it wasn't a creepy house like it was old and it was kind of creepy because some of the stuff but like the vibe of it even though we were doing a horror movie felt really peaceful like in the back there was like this garden that looked like it was in a movie too and it had like statues of like pan like the mythical pan yeah um playing like a blue and then i was like yo that's so crazy and then they had this actual pond that i would spend all day out there just going over lines and sitting in the garden that was full of like 40 50 humongous koi fish like okay. the really good ones okay okay like i was like whoa they're gonna talk to me if i stay <laughs> out here too long enough
1: amazing oh my gosh that yeah rewatching the movie because I was just like the first watch, I was like, this is so right. good. And then rewatching, I was like, wait, I didn't catch that before. I didn't catch that before. And I love when a movie can do that. Yeah. So I am gonna jump back a little bit. So um glitter and gore we talk scary movies. So are you a scary movie fan?
2: I love scary movies. I love I love them because I think my friend Mitch, he's a director on Big Nate. Mitch okay. Watson, he says, you know, scary movies are like you know, they're kind of like kid stories for adults in a way. Like, it's like, oh, you're like, oh, it just like has a lot of like, you know, the campy ones are like like, a lot of blood. But like for me, I, number one, I'm a huge fan of animation. And I basically watch, you know, a lot of like animation stuff. But when it comes to film, like Tim Burton, um, beautiful stuff like that, the early Clive Barker stuff. Even the season one Stranger Things stuff, because that was all practical effects that blew okay. my mind. When you have a great practical effect in a movie, you cannot replicate it with CGI. It's just impossible. There's a, there's a, there's a nostalgic horror feeling that comes when the viewer watches something that took time to make happen, happen. And i think that we're some people are preserving that more than others you know
1: cammy's like screaming somewhere because she goes on about practical effects all day every day so she's gonna be so excited um yeah so what do you have like a gateway scary movie like what got you into the genre
2: i was like three years old and like three or four probably about four i was talking full sentences at like one And it was weird. Like adults were like, yo, Chester's odd. (laughs) He's like very (laughs) smart. He's like way smarter than he should be smart. (laughs) And I was like, thank you. Like I understood scary movies as a young, young child. Mm -hmm. I understood because I understood the cause after Matilda, right? I was like, oh, that's kind of scary. But then she was like, oh, kids can think for themselves kind of. Mm -hmm. And so I started thinking like, oh, maybe these scary movies are not that's scary because they're not real they're like made by people okay so then my parents i was like four or five got me i had the box set of the original made for tv movie it with okay tempering. yep oh my gosh i watched those the first part of that the second part was kind of heavy i didn't really like mm-hmm. that but the first part you know as a child anyway yep. uh and the first part i watched it on repeat all the time and 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 during the first time i watched it i wasn't that scared i was like okay they're doing this they're making this happen and i was mystified and i could see all the adults around me going oh what's going on and me you know because like i'm my brain works a little differently so i i was like oh it's scaring them that's interesting and i was like wow i wonder how they're doing that
1: that's amazing
2: i love this even at a horror theme park where they're like ah jump scaring i'm like the interest i have or the artistry outweighs me actually being afraid i ever since i was a kid i don't know what it is i i mystified i'm obsessed with how and not just horror but also like fantasy just fantasy in general and just like i was like uh, like in the new rings of power i was like wow their ears look so real i was like everything is awesome but back to horror one show that i have to say i am now on my almost done with my second and i've never watched shows like twice except for like the sandman because that was amazing um I love, did you see that?
1: Yes, of course.
2: Oh, yeah. Wednesday. The Wednesday show on Netflix.
1: I was going to ask you, I definitely, that's all we've been talking about at work this week, Has oh, is Wednesday.
2: I love it.
1: Yes, I <gasps> thought it was fantastic. There's
2: not a bad character in that.
1: No. Every single person is incredible. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I... I was gonna bring it up, and you beat me to it.
2: <laughs> the shots, the shots. Oh, see, we're on the same wavelength. The mm-hmm. shots are so incredible. The crispness, the you know, it goes to show you, like, yeah. And it wasn't overacted. Like it wasn't like over the top with the teen drama. Or mm-hmm. the, the, you know, young adult drama. It was like real acting. And the fact that somebody could just be like, whoop, they're gone. And they didn't have to do it in like a super grotesque way. You know, it was just like, it was enough for me to feel emotionally involved. And oh, it Tim Burton, that team, Danny Elfman with the music. You know, it's a magic recipe that they have that I love. And, you know, I mean, you probably feel the same. Yeah.
1: Oh, a hundred percent, 100%. So when I'd asked about scary movies, so I had the very opposite experience with horror as a child, I was about five and, um, I went to a babysitter's after kindergarten and her high school son was like, I'm going to show him a movie. And she's like, okay. Didn't bother to see what it was. And it was definitely scream.
2: Oh yeah. Oh my goodness
1: um you know five's a little young totally was traumatized and then um goosebumps also kind of the book cover the haunted mask also um
2: oh gosh that one freaked me out okay that actually scared me okay now that as a child actually mary beth is that what was it what was her name laura beth lori beth i don't know in there yep gonna get it off her face and i was Freaked out, man. I oh, I love that. The other ones didn't scare me that much, but that one specifically horrified me. But it gets even
1: worse because he was like, Oh, that's what your face looks like. When you look in the mirror, it's not, but it's actually stuck to your face. So like double dramatized as a kid and now Oh no. As an adult, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love horror and Scream is my favorite movie. Right. I worked for Carrie Granite, who was a producer on the first three.
2: That's so, so, so cool. Yeah, those movies had just like a great vibe, you know? It was like, it was like a interesting how much that has oh, yeah. like such a, it has like its own vibe, right? It's like its mm-hmm. own bubble in space. Like, I love that. It's so crazy. We grew up around that, you know?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, and that's kind of we're seeing this really great renaissance in yeah. horror right now as well.
2: And um, back to an earlier question you asked, yeah. you were like, "What's a good introduction movie?" Oh, I would say like Nightmare Before Christmas. I'd probably oh, say that. I'd probably say Nightmare that's Before Christmas. So good. You know, because like as a young as a young one, I'd be like, "Oh, maybe that." You know, like because I have nephews now, mm-hmm. and they can't really watch any of my stuff except for like this new show, like Big Nate, that I'm yeah. on on Nickelodeon, or it's very some cute. of the stuff that's happening next year. But like, yeah, it's like Nightmare Before Christmas. I'd say it's like a good gateway for, you know, whenever you feel like they're at the right age, you know?
1: I, that's great. That's...
2: Too, too, don't do it too soon. You get one <laughs> shot, you know? going to end up with a me on your hands. You're going <laughs> to, you don't want, you don't want that. I'm a good kid.
1: Well, that's even some of these high school kids, when they ask me, they're like, oh, have you seen this? I'm like, yeah, but why have you seen that already? I was like, no, you're only 14. I'm like, well, that was, I had a couple of students. I went and saw Smile in theater. In two- I didn't
2: see that one, but that looked horrifying
1: it is it was so looking at your filmography sure i was really kind of shocked at how many like villainous or like not nice characters you play which is so opposite of who you are as a person so how yeah. do you like gr- do you like gravitate towards those? do you like seek those out or
2: no <laughs> no i don't i actually don't i actually try my best to play like the funny guy or like the hero first Or like, and then, like, say in Daybreak. Like, that's a Netflix thing I did. Oh, so
1: good.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Like, I went in and I read for some other roles, like some of the other good guy roles. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, no, it's not working. And I was like, ah. So then I came in with, you know, Terry, just like three days later. And I was like, here you go. And I was kind of upset because they were like, (laughs) didn't give me the job. And they were like, oh, he's amazing. They called me. (laughs) before i got home i had the job i was like wow i was like all it took with me not being overly nice to people like
1: i said it's I was so, like wow it's so different from who you are as a person so i was like yeah. i'm like everything that i watched i was like okay it's,
2: what that was special because i got to be funny and mean yeah you know what i mean not oh, just yeah. like a mean or like a twerp or like mm-hmm. uh you know like just the guy you want to punch in the face but like the guy you want to punch in the face and then he'll be like, why did you do that? And you know, and you're like, ow, you'll keep hitting me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> My face, I feel it. You know, like, yeah. that's hilarious. Like, I said, go ahead. And then by the end of this thing, they were like, the director's like, Chester, we, we we could kill you or we we don't have to kill you. Like okay spoiler alert watch the first episode all right but i come back in multiple multiple episodes
1: yeah it was it was my pick of the week uh i think last season i had said that that was my pick for the people to watch because we do that we do like a pick of the week and i was like i binge it and i was like oh my gosh this is so good i'm like i would tell anyone who would listen i was like go watch this this is so good i don't know why i haven't seen this before
2: thank you i mean getting to work with legends like matthew broderick i mean come on I've wanted to work with that guy since he did producers. And I saw that in high school. I was like, yeah. oh my goodness, like what a legend. I couldn't believe I was actually a show with him. And, but yeah, and I was like, no, you should kill me. It's a lot cooler.
1: You die in huh? a lot of your projects. I think it's awesome. But you don't I was even like, kill me, but make it really dope. You don't even just die. Like you're losing limbs, you're losing eyeballs. And like so many, oh, yeah. I literally, it was like, hang on, where was it? I had it. I was, okay, so like in daybreak, you lose your hand cold moon you lose your head monster yeah. barking, you lose your foot and then it's just like i do lose my foot in that and then yeah and then in haunting uh on fraternity row you lose your eyes
2: so like... i do lose my eyes in that I'm
1: oh my like, god oh my god I'm like almost everything you're just like you're dying but also like you're losing limbs in the process
2: yeah so for haunting on fraternity row practical effects
1: okay awesome
2: i had to okay I was the only one on the cast that could do this because there was another guy on the set that had the same effect for his eyes being mm-hmm. torn out. Mm-hmm. I had to walk blind because it was completely obstructing vision. Okay. It was a piece of uh, of uh, very thick, you know, latex that they laid over and then it looked like my eyes were... So I was. I had to have people walk me around the set, hold me by the arm, you yeah. know, walk me over, put me in position explain how far something is from me when i fall and i was fine because i do like certain meditations and i was like "Oh, in the sensory deprivation tank so i yeah. was like oh this is nice but no some other people did not take it so well they had there was a guy that had a straight up panic attack and started like it's on with glue right like it will tear your skin off if you try to rip this stuff Mm -hmm. off yo he ripped it off he was like nope nope (laughs) and i i don't blame him because you know you can't some people can't handle that i mean Mm -hmm. my mom would never be able to do that she's claustrophobic she's like no way and it's and it takes like 30 45 minutes to put it on mm-hmm. and then you have to film for three hours and then it takes an equal amount of like 30 minutes to take it off you can't just rip it so they made adjustments for him and put holes in yeah. the eyes you know okay and he yeah. and closed his eyes but yeah me completely in the dark and i've stayed that way i'm just kidding <laughs> i was like oh, okay <laughs> no, no. When metaphorically <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs>
1: When I watched that one, I was like, oh, oh, they're losing eyes. I was like, okay. It yeah.
2: a wild ride.
1: Oh, yeah, no, that was that was that was fun. That was uh, there was only a couple of them that I missed. I watched Believe Me Too, which is not a horror movie, but I was yeah, just like
2: That's oh, a faith-based me. movie. I, know. I
1: was like, oh, we are going total opposites from what I've been watching up to this yeah. one. I was like, okay.
2: I have so much fun, and it's definitely the most fun I've ever had, ever. Um on uh, when I'm doing acting. I love I love doing movies and I love doing stuff like you know that, but getting to do all these different characters. I think I do over 15 characters on Big Nate. Which is really crazy. And then for these new ones, it's like I can't
1: say anything. So I'm, I'm not gonna tell them all in this interview. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so Jeez, I <laughs> you make it sound like I'm like pressuring
2: you. You're not <laughs> just I'm <staring>. pressuring me. <laughs> i want to say something so bad it's like living like a secret agent but i i can't i never tell my parents i never did my dad's always like what are you doing i'm like i can't tell you stuff i'm doing stuff i'm doing stuff dad <laughs> no he's like well i'm proud of you i'm like thank you I... <laughs>
1: <laughs> but in the same tangent in the same line yeah, though, yeah yeah so you've been doing obviously you've been doing voice acting and then you've done like in front of the camera stuff so how yeah. different are those experiences and is there one that you kind of prefer over the other
2: Yes, I would say voice acting uh, right now has taught me more about acting on camera than I could ever imagine. Um, A lot of people are like, yo, you're an actor on camera and you're just doing the same thing on a microphone and you're just being you. And there are some people that do that, but me, I'm not. Like I wanted to be a voiceover guy before stranger things before any of this. I wanted to do voiceover with forever. And it was only till like and I auditioned for like five years with like seven, eight, nine times a week. and it was like, no, 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 until after right when the pandemic happened and they gave me my first job. And I've been, you know, I bought all the equipment and bought all this cool stuff to try to not lose my job. And thank goodness I still work for them, you know, and it's gotten more and more over these years. But when I read the script, when I, when I read the script for like a game by a company that like, I have played all of their games, like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh my goodness. Or like, I've played this franchise since I was like a child mm-hmm. and now I'm like reading for elite. It's like, that excites me. That really, really excites me because I can see it and I feel it. And, um, you know, now voiceovers translating into film. And, and honestly, like I said earlier, like I go for a lot of these roles, but because of my freckles and my body type, they're like, well, you're going to be something else. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I I'm fine with that. But it's like, I, you know, and I'll do the best job that I get at, you know, cause getting a job is not in, insanely humbling and you're full of gratitude and just like this adrenaline you're like i'm gonna do this job so whenever you say yes to that first job any actors out there make sure it's something you really want to do don't do anything like super super crazy here's a here's a good rule because it's the opportunity to do things have come up and i've turned them down and it never do anything you are uncomfortable doing Never do any job that you feel unsafe or uncomfortable doing, ever. Just in in film and just in anything. I think that's a good rule for life, just in life. (laughs) Because I see some people be like, oh, it's going to lead to greater things if I just do this thing that I'm not comfortable with. And sometimes it doesn't. Most times it doesn't
1: i loved monster party that was i was like why that was my
2: first movie in los angeles okay so i had done jeepers creepers three yes which i unfortunately know you cannot get your money back i did not (laughs) listen okay i signed up for that film and they told me you know it's gonna be cool and i got the original draft and there was a lot of things that happened with that movie Mm -hmm. uh I got to say like this movie that you see wasn't the original script that I got. Okay. Um, And they told me it was going to take 13 days, but it took almost 60 days.
1: Okay. That's a lot more
2: time. A lot more time. And it was a cool experience, but yeah, it was a little different. And so I had been in like pretty much close to Myrtle's plantation in Louisiana. It's kind of, close to where my grandma lived in Alexandria. I write about midway between Texas and New Orleans. So a little ways in there, there was like no cell service, nothing. And then all of a sudden on that movie, I was auditioning for this monster party movie. Mm -hmm. And I met with the directors on zoom in my hotel room. And uh, I flew from there to Malibu.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Mansion in Malibu. And we filmed for a month in this mansion in Malibu. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was blown away. And guess what? My fiance, Ava, at the time, I was like, by the way, um, we have to move to California, like (laughs) now, like next week. Like by next week, I gotta do this movie. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah. And so, believe it or not, like, we moved our wedding and and stuff, and she planned it over there, and it was a lot.
1: So, this was, I, I'm just so curious. So, what was it like starring in a film along, like, two of the horror icon greats?
2: Okay, number one, Lynn, I love you. If you're listening, I love you so much. <laughs> Lynn Shay, she was so sweet and so on it, so on point they made some changes there were some things this the original script that they were like oh this is a little too heavy so they made they they said something and it was changed you know they're a pro they know like what they're talking about so Mm -hmm. uh it was cold as heck it was cold as hell We, (laughs) we um we um it was cold i it was like you know late in the winter it was like in the winter time january ish december january ish i think uh when we were shooting and we were shooting all like pretty much nights and i just remember like there was a scene like let me tell you when i say somebody really gets into their role this person lynn does it Okay. Chilling. They turn it on. I watched them. They were like in a jacket, you know, mm-hmm. and we're, it was a scene where we're throwing this stuff through the window and I have the brick in my hand and I'm like, I'm not going to throw this yep. thing. Um, originally, I was supposed to throw it, but I was like, what do you think if I just like don't throw it? It's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> They're yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no, I love she that. Choice. To, thank you. Thank yeah, you. So no, much. I loved it. They uh came out and she has this one part where she was like really losing her mind at us and she was like getting ready and it was cold and like she was crying full tears and the nose was frosted like it was like freezing dude Mm -hmm. and I was like holy crap she's gonna freaking kick my ass and she came over and just laid into the girl with with her voice and her power yeah. and i was just like genuinely genuinely it was magic it was like genuinely okay it was like watching somebody casting a spell at like a high level wow <laughs> like i played dnd so like any yeah. fans it was like holy smokes the tone was right the Pointing of the finger, just like the energy was like direct hit. I was like, "Oh, smokes!" <laughs> Lucky that was. I I couldn't believe it when I saw them in some of their first. Was insidious, right? Oh, mm-hmm. that was marvelous. Oh, I absolutely. oh gosh, with the guy with the chair. <laughs> 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 I uh got so scared by him. <laughs> But she did an amazing, amazing job as just really, really, really creating that other world that we can't see. And she did that in this movie too, The Call. Tobin Bell. Now let's get to Tobin. Tobin (laughs) saw yeah. Oh, uh
1: uh-huh.
2: Beautiful, beautiful voice. One of the coolest voices. Like, I don't know how he does it. You I don't know. know how he does it. Yeah. It's just his voice and it's like whoa. It you're... is
1: so <laughs> iconic, you know. You hear it and you're like, "I know who this is. I don't even have to look. I know who this is."
2: We didn't have him for very long. It was like we had him for like you know, I think it was like like a week or something or like mm-hmm. small window. And he came in and his monologue was like five, five, six pages. Like it was a lot. And they did it all in like one shot. Like he came in and memorized something that, and I've been doing this a long time, and it's just like, I'm baffled. Like, I'm like, he spent forever on this. I don't know how he memorized all of these lines word for word for a whole monologue and kept it interesting. That's hard. That's a master. That's a master at work. You're watching somebody who loves this craft and does this thing and there's no one else like Tobin Bell and there's no one else like Glenn Shea and they do their thing and it's freaking incredible. You know, you're like, that's the thing. And as a teacher, you'll probably agree with me, hopefully. Like nobody can be you better than you.
1: 100%. 100%.
2: You know how long it took me? It took my whole life to figure that out. I think that's part of the battle. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, people would tell me that. I'd be like, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be 30 other people today. <laughs> I don't feel like being me today. I'm going to be everybody like else. <laughs> and then it's like, whoa, 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 man. You are the reason
1: that those characters have a heart. Like, I'm so shocked that this movie isn't talked about more because, like, again, they are such yeah. icons. I'm like, this is why I was like, we are talking about it on the podcast because this needs to be talked about more because it's just it's so good and that's when i saw who was in it i was like hang on why have i not heard this and so the pandemic took kind of a hit
2: to it yeah the pan yeah they did the best job that they could with the restrictions that were given to us Mm -hmm. honestly right when we started filming it was like oh there's something going on overseas that's pretty interesting and then by the end of the movie we were like hey chester we have the gonna do the ending of the movie, and um, we're shut down. And I'm like, oh no. I was like i I, I was like, wait, wait, what? They were like, yeah, remember that shot where you like, walk away <laughs> We're gonna just, you know, we're gonna just take some liberties with that. I was like, okay, do whatever you want." I was like, dang it, man. No, honestly, we got cut off and. We had a week, we had like three, four days left. Oh
1: my gosh. So it was like right.
2: It was right at the end. It wasn't even like, it was just a pickup shot. It wasn't even the movie. It was like just me going in.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And I couldn't because they were like, oh man, you know. And then I was like, okay. Oh no. And the call, like, it's just amazing that we were able to finish this movie and give it love and certain people watched it and were like this is really 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 cool like what we're doing and it's like unfortunate like the that their vision couldn't be completely solidified Mm -hmm. you know because of the restrictions that we had but the fact that it came out and it was awesome and also the writer wrote final destination and freaking amazing he's amazing they're amazing
1: Yeah, like I said, this whole team. I was just like, this. I don't understand how this didn't get the fanfare it deserved. Like this is insane. Yeah,
2: Tim also didn't. Tim also do that. Yeah, he directed that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it was like so. Yeah, you want to know how I got that job? Yes, I do. (laughs) I was at a comedy club. I was at a comedy club. So Ava and I went to a comedy club with our friend Jeff. I have like, this is really this is really odd. I have eight like. I don't have a lot of friends. Well, uh-huh. you're one of my friends. So I would say like, I don't know. I don't really have a lot of friends, mm-hmm. but the ones that I did have when I was in LA, I had like eight friends named Jeff. <laughs> I'm not wild. even kidding. I had eight friends named Jeff. Anyway, Jeff. <laughs> so I was at, yeah, I, this guy's name is Big Jeff. Okay. Because he's over six five. He's like over Dang. six four, six five. He's ginormous. Yeah. And he would walk around with me, him and his wife. You know, I felt super safe with them. So anyway, we were there to see a guy named Sean Canaan, who's a okay. friend of Jeff and acquaintance of mine. He does Cobra Kai, I think that's okay. right. Okay. Sean Canaan, he did some stuff and he was he was performing. And then then after the show, we went into the back of the comedy. The venue house venue <laughs> and to the back the back vip place and i was like wow this is cool i'm coming back here and it was at the laugh factory and it, oh, like, yeah. i think that's where it was and um or something like that yeah and right on sunset and uh the director tim was back there and i met him and he met ava and he was like i got an idea for a movie you'd be good in it i'd be like what's the movie <laughs> and he's like let's go the call i was like oh you want to kill me in it and they were like <laughs> they were like no i didn't say that they, I, I, wish was, you did. yeah, I wish i
1: did though oh that's so that's hilarious literally
2: <laughs> i did i said i'm just so grateful and, and i thought they were gonna be like oh you know like yeah we'll pay you like a hundred bucks i was like okay whatever no they were like no it's a movie i was like holy crap i was like what what I love this, this is
1: amazing.
2: And then they just he just was like, You're the guy. I was like, Okay, and I went on and I got the job. That's how I got the job. I just met him, and he was like, You're gonna do this if you want. And I was like, Okay, cool. One other show he does that they offered me that I didn't end up getting to do ended up winning an Emmy, oh! <laughs> like two Emmys. And Dang I was like, they, they offered me that, like this Tim offered me that before this, like, I was like, Oh my gosh. I don't know. And I, I, I am just grateful, you know, because like you said, like people are like, wow, he's like, you know I mean? I may not be the hero or I may not be like the main guy in all of them, but you know, in something like the call, it was my first time to really stretch my legs and kind of play the not as bad guy with a lot of internal stuff going on. And I just think everybody in that movie, besides myself, did a beautiful job. I think um, even down to, like, we were talking about the woman that chased me.
1: Yeah, yeah, we brought, you you mentioned that in Chicago, yeah.
2: She is a contortionist. There's a scene in The Call um, that she's running, I'm trapped in this demon world, and basically she's, like, running upside down on her hands and her legs, like crab walk style and contorting her head and her body and chasing me at an actual fast pace. And she ran like that in real life. That is not an effect. I mean, yes. some of it might've been camera angle where it made it look even crazier, but she ran at me like that for over 45 minutes. Oh my I couldn't gosh. do that for freaking five seconds. I couldn't right? do that more than twice, I'd be like, oh, I'm done. Like, I did it twice, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, no way. She, I was like, are you all right? I was <gasps> like, are you okay? Honestly. And she was like, yeah, I can teach you to do this. I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, I can teach you to do this. And I was like, okay. And I was like, yes, you and your She was like, you and your wife, you can come to one of my contortion classes. I never did, but they, okay. the opera was there. And I was like, Whoa! and I was like, so you're not, like, just born able to do this? And they were like, no, I train myself to do this, like, every single day of my life since I was a kid. And I was, like, baffled. Yeah. That's dedication. And, again, it was freezing.
1: Yeah, I I didn't realize how cold it was, you know? I mean, yeah, jackets, but I didn't realize it was freezing. They did not. They
2: were, like, barely wearing anything. Like, it was, like, sheer, like wispy mm-hmm. fabrics and we were underground in a full cement building and like above where the camera was. There was like okay, yeah a, a air blowing by and we were right by the coast and it was like shh, December January. Yeah. So at three in the morning it's like you know 30, 40 degrees you're like, oh wow. I couldn't and yeah, that was a lot. It was a lot. Wow. I loved those scenes the most. I thought those were really, 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 really cool the way they shot those like upside down scenes where they had the camera twisting and showing, like, say one of the guys, he had this clown thing happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh, when he gets like, you know, and they had another guy had like this father figure thing happening. And I was like, Whoa, there was like, each of us had our own, like hell we were dealing with.
1: Yeah. which I thought that was really smart choice.
2: I think that was really cool. Right. I, I honestly felt like, you know where they took it you know having had like if they would have had more time it would have even been even cooler mm-hmm. but i think the people that understand that and that like get it they're like that like go see the film like oh oh i didn't know that that happened it honestly knowing that in mind you're like oh wow it still ended up being all right so ended up yeah. being a film. um and i'm just grateful honestly that like right now it's in theaters in brazil
1: amazing
2: like my friend cam they live in brazil in sao paulo i hope i said that right and uh ciao obrigado and uh i love brazil i love brazil Uh, i would like to go there one day but they're like i went to the movie theater and took a picture And my wife, Ava, is in that movie too. She's crazy. You mentioned
1: that Ava was in there too. So when I watched this, I was like, okay, where where is she? Where is she? Yeah.
2: They were on set with me. And also, one of my friends, both of my friends, Jeff, (laughs) this was crazy. I had a friend named Jeff that was in the car. Both Jeffs are in the carnival scene. Okay. Jeff wrote the film. That's a separate Jeff. Mm -hmm. But Big Jeff, he's actually the strong man at the carnival. Okay. You see that he's like he's got the cigarette and he's like that's my friend Big Jeff. Okay. And then the popcorn guy with the cool leather jacket, he is my other friend Jeff. And he is he he's in the movie just for a minute, but he he him and his son, his son Stefan was also in the movie, and him and Ava walk up to like the thing together, and it's like really cool. But he's in the scene. My other friend Jeff's in the scene. His son's in the scene. He was in the scene. Like, people we knew, you know? Yeah. And it was pretty cool. Some of these people were like, wow. They were, like, really. Some of the people really were, like, fortune tellers, you know? Yeah. Like, in real life. Like, in L.A., it's not hard to find people that oh, are no. into business, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. and put them in. It's like, well, who's going to know it better, you know? What? Come on. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> he's, who's going to do it better than them, you know? that like, right. So, that's why in New Orleans and also in LA and to certain places, you like there are experts. Cause people mm-hmm. will be like, that's not how that's done. You're like, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Because a lot of it, a lot of that stuff has cultural significance. You know? So you want to oh, be yeah. presenting it in a correct manner as far as as long as it's kind of like, you know, in line with what's acceptable to be on like a movie, you know? You <laughs> like just don't.
1: You want you want to keep it authentic and keep it real, and you know, don't want to. You want to make sure you're doing it right.
2: I totally, totally, totally think so. You know, oh, yeah. and it's like because it just number one, it makes it so much cooler in a way, and, and it also, protects the like, integrity. Yeah, and it, absolutely it creates this realism that you're like, oh, it's like you know, like they say about oh, you don't need to go to another planet to find what an alien might look like. You just got to look at the bottom of the ocean. Like we have things on earth that are just as mysterious as exploring a distant planet. Exactly. We have people on earth that are more interesting than a character you could create. Yes. Aggressively true.
1: Aggressively true.
2: That's why I think it's so important to, like you said, keep that integrity and have diverse people with a whole bunch of different uh, perspectives to come mm-hmm. together on a team. I think if you're great at working on a team and have a great, you know, any sort of vibe to to bring your own idea, that's it takes courage to do that. Yeah. And I think it's a really cool thing. And the more of us that do that, the more cool things will be made, you know?
1: Yes. Um. So I know we've mentioned we've talked about practical effects and we obviously talked about, you know, her crawling towards you. Were there anything else in the movie that was more on the practical side?
2: yeah some of the scares were practical um there's a beautiful scare that's my favorite scare of any movie i've done and i think it's because it was really beautiful and also it was really kind of whoa for me yeah there's a moment where i'm like exploring this kind of thing this room and the piano starts playing
1: yes you know what i'm talking about yes i know exactly what you're talking about
2: and um I'm walking over and I look and there's like this person in the sheet playing and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And I reach out and as I reach out to touch it, it's gone. Mm -hmm. And then something else happens. So that was like all one shot they like i don't know how they did it or something like it was all they were like there and then they switched and then they was like they panned to my face and they panned it back and it was like gone or something they they oh they used a plate but it was like somebody was there and then they moved and then it wasn't and the way they did it look i was like it was my first time that i saw an old hollywood move okay um for horror that was used in like a new movie. And it was the first time I had been in the room where they were like, we're doing this now. And I was like, Whoa. And they're like, it's an old secret. And I'm like, that's awesome. Okay. Whatever. Let's do it. You know, I'm so happy about it. I, 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 um, I genuinely get scared. Like I genuinely, like I don't make a face. Like I'm actually like, Holy. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I I'm able to kind of like just be there, I guess, mm-hmm. like with us right now, like I'm with yeah. you right now, yeah, you know what I mean?
1: yeah, absolutely
2: that's it's just active listening, I guess
1: <laughs> I just <laughs> um, trying
2: to do it anyway.
1: how do you prepare, so I'm jumping a little bit to just your horror career. um, how do you prepare for those roles where you're like losing limbs? like I'm really hung up on this whole losing limbs thing because I'm
2: just... I love it, dude. I think it's <laughs> so cool I was
1: like what
2: <laughs> i uh I uh, honestly, it was waste. Okay. So in my one of my first movies I did with Christopher Lloyd called Cold Moon, I lost my head in that. Yeah. And in the scene that is my funeral, um, my actual parents are there. Really? And my dad couldn't do it. Oh. My dad started crying and they ha- he left. He left the building he oh shoot my dad was i it makes me emotional because i never seen my father crying except when he lost his dad you know yeah my dad's a vietnam vet he he's old school guy but that because it was like so real to him they had me in the in they put me in the coffin yeah and painted me you know my head and everything and i was like so still and the, the smog in the room, and like mm. it was just my face. And my dad was sitting there watching that with my mom. My actual parents were mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And it, it, it just like he's like, uh, he like Too messed real. him up. <laughs> it yeah. messed him up. My mom was like, "Oh my gosh, Chip, what?" Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot for him. And um, so for me, like, I thought it was cool because with a decapitation scene they actually like in i did one in interview with the vampire this new yeah. season yep and i did one in Cold moon um and they basically stick straws in your nose and they do a head cast and okay basically they put you in a chair and it can take like two hours three hours so sure. it can take an hour and a half to two hours if you have a whole team if you have yeah. like a whole team of people it goes very smooth and it's safe mm-hmm. but I'll tell you what, they start putting all this like goop on your head. They mm-hmm. wrap your head in, in like a, these like gauze. And mm-hmm. then they put all this stuff on your head and the guy's like, are you able to breathe? Are you able? And you can't move and you can't talk because it creates air bubbles. Right. And, and you can only breathe out of this little hole. Sometimes they, they, on some of them, they couldn't put straws because my nose had to be a certain shape. So oh, he had to physically okay. be there lifting this putty yeah. from drying to where I was going to suffocate whoa. every time. And I'm like fascinated by it. I'm like, <laughs> like wow, that's whoa. amazing. <laughs> and it's like, wow, I love this. And they're like, yeah. oh, and it gets hot. And they put it from your shoulders, complete black, dark. Yeah. Can't hear, can't see, can't feel anything. And you're really hoping the guy continues to make you breathe. Yeah. And then you're there for about a stillness, an hour and a half ish 45 minutes to an hour and a half because yeah. it takes a long time to get it off correctly and um you know it gets tight it starts drying so it gets oh, yeah. hot and then it tightens and then it becomes the same For and so when it that plaster tightens they're like are you okay you're not choking are you and you're like no
1: <laughs> you're like, <laughs> like i can't tell you if i am or not because i can't
2: move you're like thumbs up or thumbs down you know Thumbs, yeah. If they were like, if you do thumbs down or you do like this, they're gonna rip that off of you. Okay. Because it, it is life or death. Like you can right. die. Like I'm laughing. We're right. <laughs> like, you can die. <laughs> like I've done some stuff where I'm like, I could die. Like I'm cold moon. I fought yeah. underwater in a rushing bayou in an actual broken down car with alligators in the actual water and the guy was from the alligator wrangling show and i was yeah. like are there alligators in this bayou and bad and like aren't there alligators in this bayou and they were like yeah but they're sleeping don't worry about it he was like and i like the, I, I used to know a guy that in another movie with alligators yeah that i did was called my father die yeah, I just watched oh. that one, too. Thank you. That was crazy. That was so heavy. That movie was that, so heavy. I was not prepared. <laughs>
1: it was very no, heavy. it has got some
2: very heavy themes. Yeah. Like <sighs> Anyway, so I'm in this boat, and they had a 16-foot alligator, 15, 16, 17-foot, something like that. Yeah. Big alligator. It was about 12-plus years old, and it was their alligator that they brought, and Hugh let it out. The guy looked like my, like my dad's brother, like this Cajun guy. Just like, yeah, oh shoot, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I was like, and I saw them and they had him by a little string. And yeah. I'm in a P row. I'm in a little metal boat. That's like a tiny canoe. And they let that gator in the water. Yeah. <laughs> they see my accent come back. <laughs> they let the gator in the water and all of a sudden, oh man. It started coming to me like that. Doom, 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 like a shark sound effect. And then all of a sudden I had to be like I wasn't paying attention. And then off camera, there was a man pointing a rifle with at the gator the entire time. Because wow. they were like, hey, this gator never kill anybody.
1: But if it goes sideways.
2: But there is a chance... That it could kill you. And if that starts to happen, this guy's gonna shoot at it. (laughs) And I was like, okay. So back to your original question. No, I did not go seek out these roles. (laughs) (laughs) They just found me and I said, Yes. Yes. I said, okay. I really really want a job. I said, I said, yeah. That's cool. And then Um, after a while, the alligator didn't scare me. Yeah. And they put it back up into the car. And I said, Oh, it's a safe little alligator. It's so cute, a huge (laughs) alligator. I was like, and I said, Oh, it's so cute. And the guy putting it away had a finger missing. And he was laughing, and he was like, (laughs) and I was, and I was like, it's so cute. And I was like, Can I pet it? Like, can I touch it? And he was like, Sure, you could pet him. I did. And he was like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, never mind. <laughs> You're like, just
1: kidding. <laughs> just kidding.
2: But I wanted to.
1: Yeah. No, that didn't even... Like, it was like
2: a pet coat creature. That... Like, like oh, I... yeah, sure. I can go yeah, get one. N- n- like, I could touch it, right? It's not going to. It's in a. No. And he was like, you know that they can knock down a whole tree with their tail? They could swing their tail and knock down a tree. Imagine what it would do to you, little boy. It's
1: in! That's, uh, I worked at Disney in college and, um, it is a college program and we had gators in the back. You could just see them passing. And I was like, oh, great, cool. And there was one day we went, like, we were going out of the apartment and I was like, oh, those birds are not nice. We're going to go the other way because we're going to get beat up. (laughs) It's like Florida, you got some animals I'm a little scared of. There are gonna... some
2: animals. I loved it.
1: So yeah. you've been in a few different genres. So is there a genre that you haven't done yet that you're like itching to do?
2: Yeah. Um like I'd love to do superhero stuff. Like that's awesome. Like I'd like to do like a superhero thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I love the boys uh oh, spinoff. Fan- fantastic. Thing. I, I haven't seen like this. I saw some of the series and I was like, I really, I thought that was cool. Yeah. But I like the cartoon version of the boys too. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, you know, they had like Aquafina and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. each one was different. And I thought that was really special. I'd like to do something like that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um. so I'm having a lot of fun. I'd like to do, I'd like to do an action movie. Okay. I think it would be really cool. Um, I trained really hard for it. I used to be black belt. Like no I used to be. Like I got up to like yeah, I was given a black belt. Um, by like my teacher, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And they didn't do it like oh, pay for the black belt. Like <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I was like wiping the floors down and stuff for like years. <laughs> I was like okay at Friday. they were like, I think you earned this.
1: I was, like, <laughs> You're like here you go.
2: <laughs> yeah, I went to my karate studio for free. Okay. Because I was like, hey, I got this, you know, I would go to theater. And then the days I didn't have theater, like once or twice a week, I'd go to karate and I'd help out with the kids and I'd like help like clean yeah. stuff and stay after. Cause I just like, all my friends were doing like bad things, like drugs and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to mess up my, my mind, you know?
1: No, absolutely.
2: I, I couldn't do it. So I stayed at the rec center and did that and theater. So I, uh, you know, I think it would be cool to, uh, yeah to like try like Keanu Reeves does amazing like he does amazing stuff he's like you know he's done like the matrix and stuff and that takes a lot of physical and Mm -hmm. I did a lot of fighting with Daybreak like we had the Marvel stunt team teach us that really Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah they did Avengers did the same fight choreography did Avengers and and I was like hey I was on like I'm gonna be real with you I don't run in general that much currently, sure. Um, and at that time, oh, I, I do now, but at that time, I didn't. And we were at sea level in l a okay and the the set in New Mexico is at nine thousand five hundred plus elevation, okay? So the day I got there, I had a massive, massive elevation sickness. I couldn't yep. breathe. I couldn't even drink water. I was like, throwing that up. <laughs> and um i had to get like air on a ventilator no way whenever we were running because it was like i was throwing up water and like the third day they were like go run and train with the marvel stunt team and i was like oh shit. i felt so that was the first time in my career that i felt unprepared okay. and i never want to feel that way again sure you know i never that's why i'm like if somebody gave me the opportunity to do that i'd be like so on it like joe kiri yep yeah. In the first few seasons of Stranger Things, Joe was like he told me he was like, "Yo, I have to run two miles every day." I was like, "What? Two miles a day? You mean a month, right?" right?" He was like, (laughs) "No, a day." I was like, "I can't do that."
1: Oh my god! I
2: was like, like, "I'll go lift up a rock or something." (laughs) We'll lift up this rock. We'll call it a day. I'll lift you, man. Come with me. Yeah ah. <laughs> Oh dude I pushed him in that fight scene and he flew across the whole thing. Ah, oh, he must have helped himself, but either yeah. that or I'm my superhero. <laughs> That's why I sang in Monster Party i'm just kidding
1: no. no that was so chilling i literally i was like i don't think i can ever hear this the same like i
2: was. Like, I, I chose to do that i was like okay. oh it would be so creepy if i sang
1: it was <laughs> it was incredibly creepy and the reason like...
2: i sang that song the um you are my sunshine i think that's yep, what I that, sang.
1: That, yep that's what it was
2: was because my first play that i went to that i went and did on stage at my high school was the diviners and it was like I was helping this little kid and his, you know, and I was like, I was like helping them and I and me and this girl yeah. um who was no longer with us. She was a beautiful, okay. beautiful friend of mine. She yeah. passed from cancer. Oh. And we sang that song together as we were like oh. helping this kid become undirty because he had like been yeah. beaten or thrown in a river or something crazy. Yeah. And it reminded me of that. And I said, dang, if I don't and I I don't know why. Yeah, but the, the image of Christine it came into my head, and that song popped in my head, and I said, "It won't be scary." And
1: so- <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna honor you, but in a really know, creepy I'm way. Really creepy <laughs> way. <laughs> We've definitely gone way over time, but Ow,
2: um, I've had so much fun um, talking I'm, to like you. Like I said,
1: I'm so glad we were able to make this work again. I know yeah. you're super busy, and I know, like I said, my schedule as as busy as I am, it's a lot more flexible. But um, what do you want to plug? Where can people find you? All that good stuff.
2: You can just find me on uh, all my social medias, just at Chester rushing. And remember to be kind to yourself and to keep being you and to keep being awesome. And that's all I want to plug. Just, I hope that the people out there had a fun time and um, got to laugh along with us a little bit. And just the fact that gave me a little bit of your time, it, means the world
1: oh my gosh break back at you i appreciate again i appreciate this so much it's oh, made my day made my week Just, i've been having a rough one so this has been great
2: it feels good to laugh with a yeah. cool person <laughs> <Just>
1: yeah
0: like- <laughs>